You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Hello and welcome back, listeners, once again to the Area 52 podcast. I hope that you've managed to still find us. Uh, I know that the last couple weeks we had a bit of a shakeup here at the Area 52 facilities. Uh, we switched networks and it actually canceled our old iTunes feed. So uh, if you got this, then you've subscribed to the new one. And if you're out there going, hey, where's the new podcast? You'll find this once you find the new feed. I feel like we're just bouncing around out in space. People probably assume that the government shut us down. And that's why <laughs> they got to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they finally, finally got killed. They finally yeah. got to us. No, we're still here. We're still alive. Um, it's, been a, it's been an interesting few weeks. Eric, we haven't seen you for a minute. What have you been up to, bud? You're back. Uh, You're here. I am back. I've been busy. Got yeah. new job. Um, I can't remember what I was out of town with a few. Oh, I think I was in Idaho. What did you in do? Boise. What did you do in Idaho? Uh... It seems like he wouldn't be able to remember something like that. Yeah, it was going to Idaho. It was it's, it was it's, for a dumb it's reason, not memorable. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Idaho. Um, Idaho's. Uh, it's. I'm teasing. And then we have like Super Bowl, Bowl, right? Springs, right? Yeah, it's got yeah, it's got like there. two or three things there. Yeah. What? Uh, wait, what was the? Oh, the Super Bowl was last weekend. Yeah. Okay. Did you, how did you feel about the Super Bowl? I did didn't you care. Give, did you give a no, shit? No, I don't care who won. I thought it was a good game, and other than fine. that, I didn't really care. It was fine. The Gaga did her thing. Yeah. The I was amazed that people like thought she like was fat. Did you guys see that? Like people were like fat shaming her or whatever. Like, ooh, dude, it's like uh, everyone's stomach does that in certain like positions and everything. Like my stomach does that in all positions. Yeah, (laughs) I I, you know. Yeah, I just I was kind of amazed at that. I was like, "Mm, people will find Lady Gaga's fat. Like there's no such thing as a skinny thin person. Tell you what, I I sound like the typical girl, but I honestly admire her for her realness. I mean, like I would so rather see like a woman who's comfortable with herself Mm -hmm. doing her thing than like abs that are made out made from shame. You know what I mean? Like because they're. You know what I mean? But you yeah. know what though? I guarantee not one single person with a fucking washboard stomach was criticizing Lady Gaga. No. no. It was a bunch of fat fucking yeah. idiots from the Midwest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was a, a fine game. The, I thought the commercials were a little lacking. I, I think that's what most of us watch yeah. the Super Bowl. You watch to see the commercials, and there wasn't really anything that I, I remember standing out. Yeah. I feel like every year there's like one like way too emotional beer commercial. It's like, yeah. well, I don't understand why you're trying to make me cry. Like, you sell beer. Yeah. Like, just be funny and... I think Coke did that this year. Yeah. They like, took it into the soda realm. Yeah, like, a few years ago, it was like, uh, there was, like, a puppy that, like, raised by the Clydesdales at Budweiser. Oh, yeah, And yeah, then, like, yeah. the puppy was, like, being, like, chased by wolves, and, like, the, the horses, like, showed up out of nowhere and, like, saved the dog from, oh, like, a pack of wolves. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't understand this, like, this commercial, but okay, yeah. like... Also, I don't think horses can raise a dog, but I don't know. No. I don't know. It was, I don't know. I feel like the last couple of years, the commercials haven't been that great. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an interesting game. It was fine to watch. Um, We kept falling asleep. We, it actually took us like nine hours to watch the Super Bowl because we kept falling asleep and we kept back to it. Yeah. What had actually happened was I had shot the moon that day, meaning I did not sleep. I was awake. Um, and I had wrestling practice the next day, and I couldn't fall asleep, so I stayed up the whole, like, I was up for, like, 26 hours or By some shit. We yeah, like, it was, night, yeah. I was Ugh. a zombie. And so, the Super Bowl was on, and I wanted to watch it so bad, but we recorded it, and I tried, I give it, you know, a very valiant effort, but I fell asleep, and we had to, <laughs> we had to, so we watched it, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but it was fine. It was still just as, uh, 
It was an exciting game, I thought. Yeah, um, I mean, it was very dramatic. I I do say, listeners, do you feel like it was a controversial ending? A lot of people are saying that that was not a touchdown. That his knee and I forget which um, which player it was. Which, yeah, ran the ball down. Um, okay, I'm saying terms. I don't know, but I, I don't remember. But honestly, either, but no, I am I kind of agree that it looks like his knee touched the ground and that the the play was dead before the ball went into the end zone. That's my opinion. But. And well, and the big controversy is is that if if he was down, like they basically called it a touchdown before there was any chance to review and the fans stormed the field mm-hmm. and the confetti went. So there was no way to go. No, 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 no. Everybody yeah. get off the field. So the, get, yeah. They kind of just said, oh, and and maybe they wouldn't have scored. Maybe they would have had to kick a field Yeah, goal. but I yeah. thought it was garbage that they didn't even give the chan- the sh- Ravens a chance right. to review the play. The Falcons. The Falcons. The bird, the flying, the flying uh, bird football team, all right? I, I knew uh, what you meant. <laughs> I actually... F- because I mean, with the controversy, it's like it's pretty much all the Falcon fans bringing it up. Yeah, and well, of course not. The Patriots fans well, aren't going to bring it up. But the way I see it is, uh, if you give up a twenty-eight point lead, you kind of deserve to lose. Yeah. Like, like they had a ninety-nine point six percent chance to win the game heading into the fourth quarter, and they lost. Well, but, not, but still not by cheating. You I just hate the dirty Patriots. Sorry, yeah. I hope they're listening. I hope Tom Brady listens to this podcast. And yeah. He hears me say that I think he's a dirty cheater. You know, <laughs> and I don't. I think he should have been disqualified last year and had to give his ring back. You, babe, you used the DC at him. Yeah, you a hard DC Dirty right there. Cheater. I I will say this <laughs> that, it, and I don't want to really just talk football, but I mean, it was almost like the first three quarters, the Patriots couldn't figure out um Atlanta's defense. They yeah. just couldn't they couldn't the, the line was too quick. They were getting to Brady, they were pressuring him. And then that last quarter, that last th- in the third into the fourth, Brady had all day. It's like they finally figured out how to block for him and he had time. And when you give Brady time, he's going to do stuff like that cuz he makes great passes. I mean, there's a reason he's there. He yeah. does. And yeah. he sunk a few in. He really did. But it was fun to have him keep cutting to Giselle, and every time they cut to her, she was doing like a FaceTime or taking a <laughs> selfie. Yeah, there was there. She she never didn't have her phone. Like Yay! they caught her actually dropping her phone at one point. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. One thing, uh, since we kind of talk about uh, conspiracies <laughs> on this podcast, I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> you brought this up is that the uh, football organization again words that are out of my the, realm. The National Football League. That. Well, NFL, yes. I just don't know if they have like an official, like the sports uh, board of sporting board of sporting. Yes, Yes, the board of sporting. Anyhow, um, but their license is actually under a gaming license, which is exactly uh, what you need in like states like Vegas and things like that for yes, not states like Vegas. Wow, license. I am wow. It's Nevada under a gaming license. Oh yes, but did it's a gaming that? license. Uh-uh. Yeah, I did not know. So that. it's not even actual sports license that football has. It's a gaming license. So it's oh, like crazy. such bullshit. Yeah, I mean they're basically saying it's 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 gambling. It's and it's it can be changed, it can be altered. It's it. Look into that. That's why I like professional Learn wrestling. More about it than I know. They kind of <laughs> just tell me up front, look, you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, not, that's what I said. I said yeah. at least wrestling says it's fake. Right, exactly. At least wrestling tells you that their things are scripted. They don't, don't just to, pass it off and in I the end my, and throw I, confetti in the air and let the fans rush on the. Wow, I have harbored. But that's a, but that's some a conspiracy theory. But that's a conspiracy this. theory that exists in sports. Yeah. That, that there is, hey, you know, look. If if a championship goes to Game Seven, then we can sell more commercials. We mm-hmm. can sell more seats. We can sell more this. We can make more money. The drama so is if up. You're up three and zero. Oh, hey, maybe maybe lose a game or two. You know, and, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that there's athletes out there that are all 
you know, sure, we'll throw the game Mm. for this. But, you know, it really, sometimes in sports, especially when things are supposed to be spontaneous, it does seem like things end up working out a little too conveniently. Yeah. Yes. Well, at the end of the day, it is a business. And, like, their business is to make money. Right. And so, you know, like you said, if you can go seven games, you make more money. If you can get – there are certain teams that, like, the public doesn't like to watch. Like, the public doesn't like to watch the Spurs because they're slow and they're boring. Yeah. And so their ratings aren't very good. (laughs) And so there's certain teams that are, like, they get better ratings and people want to watch them. Right. Like, I just know this because I'm a Lakers fan. We've been horrible for years. Horrible. We play on Christmas Day every year (laughs) because people want to watch them. It doesn't matter that they suck. People will watch them. And so it's like there are certain teams at the NBA. It's like, look, these are our teams because they give us money. Right. And that's and yeah, so there's, there's franchises. Yeah. I mean, that to be 100 percent fair, uh, teams like L.A., teams like, mm-hmm. you know, th- those teams, uh, they're not in the same league as some of these other teams yeah. down the line that don't have the money, that don't have the, you know, yeah. the ability to go out and buy stars. Buy yeah. A championship. Like if the Major League Baseball had their choice between broadcasting uh, a Brewers game or a Yankees game, like it's not close. They're going to put the Yankees on TV. Absolutely. You know, because that's how they make money. So that, you know, that would be an interesting topic to talk about is um, famous sports conspiracies. Things, Ooh, yeah, the, things that happened within the sporting world. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? We'll look into that. Because it's I think everywhere, it's... and it's in tons of things. Olympics. Um, oh, yeah. All that stuff. We could really get into that. Yeah. And and not just controversies, but actually conspiracies that existed Ooh, we within. we could talk about, like, Tanya Harding. And, Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. There was that one uh, ref who got in trouble because he was shaving points to make money for the mafia. Yeah. He went to prison. Well, there was a... There was a that was um, in Boston. It, it happened. There was... That, 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 that was something that went down. Um, I thought it was... Uh, wasn't Whitey Bulger involved in that? Like, uh, there was a thirty for thirty on that. Yeah, he was ESPN. like an NFL. He was an NBA ref, and he would basically shave. He he wouldn't try to fix games and like who would win, but he would try to fix the spread. So like if a team was supposed to be like win by this much, he would spread, yeah he yeah. would try to make sure that the team mm. won by that much so they would cover the cover spread. The spread. Mm. Yeah, and I th- I thought there was college stuff that happened with that too. Um, but again, I I would love to look into that and get more details and and do an, an episode about sports conspiracies. I think that's really interesting. Um. As far as today goes, uh, we had had a lot of people over the last couple months send us this saying, hey, we'd love to hear you guys talk about these things. So we decided this week to discuss something that I think is pretty interesting because um, it, it, it doesn't have to deal with necessarily conspiracy theories. It doesn't necessarily have to do with, um, you know, creatures that you have to believe in. It has to do with your own memory. And, of course, uh, today we're going to be talking about um, the Mandela effect. Uh, now, um, for those of you that don't know what the Mandela effect is, it, uh, it basically started in 2010. There was an author named Fiona Brooke who shared a story um, that she had spent her whole life believing Nelson Mandela had died. You know, she'd seen, mm-hmm. She said she'd seen the funeral. She'd heard his wife's speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw the body, watched South Africa mourn, and she met a bunch of other people that remembered this same thing, that she had grown up remembering Nelson Mandela had died in prison, and that's what she remembered. Come to find out, obviously, when she got older, that Nelson Mandela was still alive, and that had never happened, and her and all these people had had this mass memory of something that never happened. And it created um, this online theory called the Mandela Effect, um, which is basically the idea of things that we remember one way, but are, in fact, um, 
something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people chalk it up to just our memories. Some people chalk it up to the idea that maybe maybe time travel does exist in the future. And when people go back, little things get changed. Things we, Maybe big things that we don't understand, we wouldn't have known because they didn't happen. But it creates little ripples. And that's kind of what we were talking about today. Now, I mean, isn't that a kind of like the butterfly effect? Yeah. If you... Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I I know that they understand, like, if it's essentially if something happens over here, something would happen there. But, I mean, even within the the idea of time travel, if we went back and changed small things, wouldn't it drastically change other things? And, I mean, and, and, yeah, that's the argument. But then again, if we were the ones being affected, right, we wouldn't know because what was supposed to happen didn't happen and what did happen just happened. And so mm. it was just the timeline veered off. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is that they believe that these little these little things are either, you know, proof that that things have been changed in the timeline or in keeping with what we talked about on the last podcast that we did glitches in our programming. If we live inside a simulation, then it could be these slight glitches that that happen. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of these out there. There's, there's a a theory about false memories, how we as human beings can actually, uh, create false memories in our own head. Um, things that we completely believe are true, but they're, they're absolutely not. Um, My mom does that all the time. You know what? I've had the same thing happen with my dad. What happened with your mom? Uh, well, she'll just like, She'll like hear something and then in her own head like distort it and like make it like totally like like mom what are you talking about like that never <laughs> happened I'm like yes it did and my dad will be like no no it didn't and that never happened and she just like makes it up in her head I totally thought you were gonna make like a mom joke like she, I always tell her I clean my room and she always forgets I I didn't no 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 she just like, like <laughs> makes stuff up okay I, you know I got in I got into an argument with my dad about nine eleven and we were talking about the conspiracies of nine eleven and. I, I was telling him about, you know, different things. And my dad starts getting real mad. He's like, but I saw it. I saw the people on the news. There were people from Salt Lake City who called their loved ones. And I heard the call. You're telling me those people didn't die? And I'm like, dad, that never happened. He's like, I heard it. I remember people from Utah. There were people in this state and they called their loved ones. And I heard it on the news. And I was like, dad, no, you didn't. And I went home and I found all these articles about the calls that were made, the ones that were public, people from Utah, nobody from Utah died. Like, I sent it to him. I said, you are wrong. I said, I don't want to argue with you about something unless you have the facts. And you are wrong. None of this that you are yelling and arguing at me with happened. And he was convinced that it had happened. Um, and, I mean, who's to say he's, he's not wrong? Um, now there are people out there who will say the Mandela effect is backed up in a book called, uh, English alive, but it's, it's not true. Um, there's, there's a book out there and a lot of people say, but, but there's a book that says Nelson Mandela died in 1980 something. And it was written and published long before this, this book does exist. It's true. Um, it does reference that Nelson Mandela died on July 23rd, 1991. However, um, after kind of doing some digging, there was an article on Reddit that appears someone figured out that what that book is that people use to p- try to prove this theory was a collective book of fictional writings from South African high school students um, talking about different uh. ideas. So it's not really it's not really a, a proof of the Ma- of the Mandela effect. But there are a lot of things out there that people point to. And the, the number one was the one we were talking about before we started. Yeah. 
which is the the Berenstein Bears one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, explain that one to everybody. Uh, basically, they're the way I always remember them is St. Was it E I N or I E N? Whatever. Yeah, like kind of like they have a Jewish last name, basically. Um, and growing up, that's how I always saw them. Like that's how all the books were and everything like that. And it was probably two years ago when I saw this article about how it's like uh, this Berenstein Bears like conspiracy will like make you think of like is there an alternate universe or whatever because there's some people and they actually like have books of it where it's not spelled s-t-e-i-n it's spelled with an a right and like, like stain the, on the floor yeah baron stain bears and i like i saw that i was like no no nobody has books like that like they're it's it's spelled like it's like it's a jewish last name it's the baron stein bears yeah and uh that's all my books were growing up there was no a in them and uh sure enough people post some pictures like no mine has an a and, um, you know, it's just, I mean, it's really strange that they, they changed the name. I mean, I guess it could have been, I mean, you can say like, maybe they got backlash cause it's like, Oh, this is a Jew bears. Like what is this? And you know? They, and they tried to like keep it subtle <laughs> yeah. and hide it. Yeah. You know, I, I, my mom was a huge fan of the Berenstein <laughs> bears and all my life I've called them the Berenstein bears. I thought of them as the Berenstein bears. Yeah. In fact, when I was on last comic standing, Jeff Dye did a joke that fucking killed about them being the Berenstein bears. He was talking about how there's black bears, uh, white bears, or polar bears, there's brown bears. And you go, Oh, is there no Jewish bears? The Berenstein bears. And it fucking killed. Like it was this huge mm-hmm. pop because everybody remembered them as the Berenstein bears. Yeah. And, and I called my mom because my mom had the books and I was trying to have, see if she could find some for the week so I could take some pictures and go, and she couldn't find them at her house. But she was like, oh no, they were the Berenstain Bears. And I was like, no, they weren't. She's like, oh, I always remember them as the Berenstain Bears. So I, I, I don't know. I remember them as Steen, not yeah, Stain. What, so do I. What, what's your memory? Steen. Steen too? E. Like yeah. I can remember reading them and like I can see the word written in the book, me how too. it was. There was no A. It was always S-T-E-I-N or whatever. Like, there was no stain for me. There was that video that we saw that the guy had found one of the cassette tapes. And I I also had Berenstain Bear books and cassette tapes. I Again, they would be at my parents' house. And whether they have them or not, I don't know. Um, but the, the guy found the cassette tape. And on the front of the cassettes, like where the big label would be, it said Berenstain. But on the side... Where the title would be was an E, Berenstein Bears, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. So it actually had both spellings on the cassette. Yeah, that's well, weird. I'm going to go over to my parents' house this week and go through and try to find some of these books and take pictures of them. I know that there's stuff in their house of Berenstein Bears. I know that for a fact that they have this doll cabinet in their front room and they have these little McDonald's collectibles, Berenstein Bears from like 1983 mm-hmm. in that. And I know they're there. I don't know if it says Berenstein or Berenstein on them. Like if there's a Might label be on the on bottom them. with like the TM, the trademark, right. so or the I'll, copyright. I'll go look for them. And if we find them, I'll post pictures on our Twitter or Instagram or whatever. But I remember them as Steen. I was yeah, so always. Yeah, how do you guys remember him? I'm saying that to the listeners. But yeah, tweet, tweet yeah. at us. All right. Now, there's a lot of these other examples. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say some of these things, and I want you guys to tell me how you remember it. Okay? Okay. Um, describe the Monopoly guy for me. Just the basic look of him. Uh, he's got like the little kind of Hitler stash, and I thought he had glasses, doesn't he? And he's in a tuxedo. Does he have a hat and a cane, too? Kind of um, like Mr. Peanut. I say top hat. Uh, I think he has a monocle that he holds, oh, yeah, like with one right, hand, monocle. and I think he has a, like a big white mustache, almost like a Sam Elliott that goes up at the ends. Sam Elliott, even yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys are both wrong. The Monopoly guy does not have a monocle. 
Everyone has remembered him for years having a monocle, and he does not. In fact, wow. they even pointed out in the Ace Ventura movie where the guy had the monocle, and he's like, thanks for the free parking. The Monopoly guy does not have a monocle. And I swear to God, he did. Yeah, so yeah. did I. So I did thought that was like a sign of like a rich person. Is it like hangs from your pocket, from your right. vest to well, your I pants? Like every time he was like peeking into yeah. the board game, he like was like, yeah. I don't know. That's how as I always saw him. Like as far as everything I found on the Mandela Effect, the Monopoly guy does not have a monocle. In fact, well, what's his Monopoly mustache guy. like? Let's talk about that. We had different. Ideas. I think you. I think you nailed the mustache, Danny. I think it. It's a. It's a yeah. big white Sam Elliott mustache, and yeah. it will always be known as that. Now, let's look <laughs> okay. up Monopoly guy real quick. Uh, Monopoly Man. Here we go. Monopoly Man images. And there he is. No monocle. That's so weird. In so weird. any of the pictures. Bag right. of money, though. Let's keep going. You remember the show from a few years ago? There was, uh, Eric, I'm going to ask you this. Okay. There was, there was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was on it and Kim Cattrall. There was four women and they lived in New York. Do you yeah. remember what the name of that show was? Sex in the City? Eric, you only know one of those It was called what words. now? S- say it, say it, say it uh, word by word. Sex in the city? Sex in the city, right? Yeah. It's always... Danny, do you remember that show? I mean, you. I think you actually remember the, the answer to this one. But how would you remember it? I agree with Eric. It's sex in the city. It's actually sex and the city. What? It really? Is Has it always been that? <laughs> and the city. Yes. Really? Uh, well, pe- no, but like I thought that we had learned that like the dude had like the board game or something like a couple times where it had actually said sex in the city. I think there is there is things out there that say sex in the city, but I'm gonna here. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm bringing up IMDb. I'm gonna type in sex. Well, they probably couldn't change it on that if they want it to be changed. Sex and the city, but I don't what? think that the, I don't think it was ever called sex in the city. I don't think that if you look up like uh, uh, DVDs or anything like that, like it would you would find sex in the city. So is that what most people thought it was too? Sex, sex in the city. In the city, right? And but it's actually sex and the city. Whatever. It's still mm. a bunch of white ladies talking about sure. makeup and bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah but uh, and, co- and cocktails, cocktails and bullshit. That's the, that was the whole show. You should have. You <laughs> that should have been that. the name of the show. Cocktails and, and bullshit. Um, <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. We're, we'll keep going. True to form. There was uh, there was a movie uh, in 1994, a book series um, with uh, the movie Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt played vampires in it. Uh, interview with a with the vampire. Say it. Say it. Interview with what? Interview with the vampire? The vampire. Yeah. What do you call it? Interview with a vampire? Interview with a vampire. So the the real... I'm just an- saying the opposition. <laughs> it is actually interview with the vampire. But I always, I always remembered it as interview with a vampire. Hmm. Good job, Eric. We come from our universes split there I know. and come back together. <laughs> And see, that's what a lot of people think this is, is that it, it's it's evidence of, of multiple timelines. Or if you never learned it the right way, I don't think you'd ever commit the proper memory. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, when you find things like you you were saying, like, where you see st- things that do say sex in the city. Yeah. And then the, this says sex and the city. Right. You know, it's weird. So, yeah, some of these... Some of them, like you just said, I was like, well, some of these pe- the people just might be like maybe not that educated or right. they just don't care. But like the Berenstein Bears thing, I feel like if if they started one way and they were going to change the name, there would be like news stories about it. Sure. Like, hey, the Berenstein Bears, they thought it would be that. offensive. So they're going to change the name to make it more politically correct. But we haven't. There's nothing like nothing. that's happened. It just like overnight changed. Yeah. You would have thought that it would have been covered yeah. by some news organization yeah. or agency that would have, there would have been an article out there that the publisher had changed the name yeah. due to, but no, it's weird. Um, 
You guys all remember the evil queen, right, in uh, Snow White, how she would talk to her mirror? Uh-huh. What did she say to it? What was the big, what was the... Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Is that what she said? Um, I actually know this one only because I loved this movie, but I believe she says magic mirror. Magic mirror on the wall. That's true. She does not at any point say mirror, mirror on really? the wall. It's never <laughs> been said. It was magic mirror on the wall. You're absolutely right. That's crazy because mirror, mirror on the wall is one of those things that like has been in people have quoted on television, other movies, everything like mirror, mirror on the wall yeah. as famous as can be for being the saying, but it's not the saying. That's like a, oh, you know what? I just realized that I have one of these that I've experienced with people. Um, when I was a kid, I saw the Goonies movie, and uh, it was on TV. And whenever I bring it up with people for the rest of my life, I'd always be like, I always thought that octopus scene was weird. That exists. And You're yeah, right. And yeah. people would be like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, the scene, they go out, and they find the ship, and they're in the water, and then octopus attacks them, mm-hmm. and then they got to put like a rock in its mouth. And they're like, dude, that's not in the movie. I'm like, no, I've seen it. That's in the movie. And for the longest time, it took me like... 15 years to finally find one person who's like, oh, no, I've seen that, too. And I guess, like, they thought it was too scary, so they took it out. But, like, so only certain people have actually seen it. But, like, yeah. everyone thought I was crazy. And I'm it, like, no, I didn't make this up. There were Back in, back in the 80s, mm-hmm. when movies would go to TV, sometimes they would take scenes out um, that were in the theatrical version and take deleted scenes that had never been seen in theaters and use them for the TV versions. And the Goonies attack scene is a perfect example of that because it wasn't in the movie, but they did use it for television screenings. Hmm. Yeah, because people kinda, thought I was crazy. But I mean, like, why didn't they, at the end, I remember Chunk is saying something to like his mom or something. They bring him pizza and, and he's like something like, oh yeah, and we fought an octopus. Oh, octopus. And, like, and everybody's an like, octopus. Right, yeah. like, I mean, he makes mention of it. So, yeah, I mean. At the end of the movie. It would uh, it would be a very out of place line for them just to insinuate that they had gone through and survived a giant octopus attack that they decided not to document, mm-hmm. even though they documented, you know, other less dramatic things yeah. in the movie. So, so I, yeah, I guess, I don't know if this is the Mandela effect, but that's it's kind of the same thing of like, you know, that feeling of people think you're crazy and you're like, no, mm-hmm. like this happened. Like I yeah. saw it. I was in my room watching it. Right. Yeah. And there's a bunch of those. Um, you've seen Star Wars, clearly, both of mm-hmm. you. Uh, what does, what is the famous line that Vader says to Luke? Uh, Luke, I am your father. Right. I mean, for, for years. I mean, everybody, I remember the scene in, in Tommy Boy, Luke, I am your father. Yeah, into right? the fan. Everybody said, Luke, I am your father. That line does not exist yes. in Star Wars. I also know this one. Really? He goes, Obi-Wan told me what you did. He told me you killed my father. And he says, no, I am your father. He does not say, Luke, I am your father. Never. Not once. In fact, there's actually video of, of James Earl Jones in interviews saying, and then I said the famous line, Luke, I am your father. Uh, but it's not true. There is no Luke, I am your father. It's never Weird. been said. It's it's no, I, I am your father. Exactly. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Because it's, it, it, Luke, I am your father is one of the most famous lines that we've quoted since fucking being five yeah. years old. But it's not, it does not exist. A lot of movie lines we, we remember wrong. Um, Forrest Gump's famous line that he says his mom said. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But the line is actually life. Mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Not life is 
like a box of chocolates. Huh. There's a song, too, where Hell everyone I... always gets the lyrics wrong. <laughs> that one I What's... kind of remember because of how drastically he said, he said, Mom always said life was like. <laughs> like, he goes right into like, <laughs> was like. Oh, man. <laughs> he does, though. I can't do impressions anymore because your impressions was like. That they're was not such good. good. That was they're a, not, that no, was they're a not good impressions. Dead on Forrest Gump Let's, not, let's not kid ourselves Let's here. be fair. They're, no, okay. we're being fair. They're not good. Here's, here's <laughs> another one. You guys have seen Crocodile Dundee? Yep. You I love the, that. You remember the scene, right, where the guy pulls a knife oh, out? He's like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he pulls out his big old crocodile Machete. killing knife. Right. Except that's not the line. Really? Nope. What does he say? Say, say it how you remember. What did you I say? I thought the guy pulls out his knife and he goes, oh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. How do you remember it? Is this when they're in the subway? That, yeah, they're kind of yeah, walking yeah. and he goes to mug him and he pulls out his big old knife and he goes, that's not a knife. I don't remember. But I always remember that that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. But it's not. It's that's not a knife. That's a knife. Huh. The way we said it is better. better. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree <laughs> with you. Uh, the, 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 this yeah. is a knife is a much better line delivery. Yeah. George Lucas that shit and change yeah. that line delivery. That's a lot better. No, see how that's gross would that written. be if we fixed old movies? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. It's weird. Ugh, wow. Um, also, here's an interesting one because a lot of people have experienced this. People pointed this out. It happened um, recently in Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. Uh, the, the song We Are the Champions, right? It comes down to the end and no time for losers because we are the champions of the world. Except it doesn't. Really? Except it doesn't. We Are the Champions does not end in of the world it just we are the champions no time for losers because we are the champions and and they were in doing carpool karaoke and they were all waiting for the we are the world and they were like what what this isn't where's the we are the world i think it's like that or because the world. it it i and maybe this is the mandela effect happening right now but i swear that in the ending of uh d2 mighty ducks yeah um, that they play that song, they're all sitting around the campfire, and I swear that they they wrap it around in of the world, and maybe that's why people remember it that way because they were all huge fans of D two Mighty Ducks. Really, you know, I think okay. I have that and song. I'm gonna pull it up. Do you have it on your phone? I have. We are the champions. But let's yeah, go to the end so. scene of, of Mighty Ducks. Okay, I'll do that. You do that, and here's this because I know this works. Here's okay. the uh, aux cord. So you find the end of We are the Wor- or We are the champions, not We are the world. We are the world. Okay, I'm gonna go to the very end. Okay, I've got D2 going. All yeah. right, 25 seconds left. Okay. Here we are gonna find out What? <laughs> oh, now my videos keep saying something went wrong. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, YouTube was freaking out earlier. Oh, too. yeah, it was, it was just sitting there yeah. thinking. Yeah, that it's was like the whole outside. app is down. How, yeah. What are you guys on? Oh, you're doing I'm just your... doing them from my phone. Yeah, my my, music. It's not working. Maybe open it what? And find it in... Yeah, so it doesn't say. How am I going to find this for the sake of the podcast? Um. So uh, maybe do... try to uh, like look for it are in Safari. Are people saying that like 
there's an alternate universe that we can like flip in and out of, and that's like some memories are from there and some memories are from or, here. Or that there's overlapping timelines where like in one place it was that way, or we kind of weave in and out. So it's I like mean, a like a windy road where it like breaks apart and yeah. then it crosses and it comes. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess or the idea, the idea that like we went back in time to change things, but I just feel like. That's such a big waste of time travel to go back and change the Berenstein Bears. Well, but I, uh, but again, you know I, mean? I think like, if what? somebody say somebody's changed a world war, right, and we were all going to be wiped out by a nuclear holocaust, and because of one little thing that somebody did to change that, throughout time, the person who wrote the Berenstein Bears somehow down the line that was changed. Because of a side effect, yeah. a ripple effect of some larger thing. So it wasn't just to go back and change the Berenstein Bears. It was to maybe go back and save us from something that we would have never understood or, or known would have happened. Or they're, like, testing it. Because obviously, like, you wouldn't go into it and be like, all right, we got this huge world event. Let's start with that. You'd probably start with, like, smaller stuff and, like, see how it affected things. Yeah. And then, like, build up into, like, what they had to change. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Do you remember the uh, Chinese Tiananmen Square massacre that happened in the— uh, Oh, yeah. I saw this and, one. And the, the, the guy standing in front of the tank, yeah. right? And um, I only ever remember him climbing on the tank and getting mad and, like, hitting it, and yeah. then the guys walk him away. I always remembered it that way, too. But yeah. there's, a, there's a large group of people who clearly remember him being killed, yeah. run over by a tank. And I remember people telling me that. That's mm-hmm. actually why I went to watch the video. Because he got run over yeah, by the tank. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, the guy gets run over. And I'm like, what? So I went and watched the video. I'm like, this must not be the right video because he's he clearly just walks away. Right. And uh, so I searched it and I looked for it. And then it's like, no, he doesn't die. And I'm like, why, why would people say that? Yeah. And, there's, and, and it's not – that's the thing about these things is it's not like your buddy Chet – who mm-hmm. remembers it? It's huge groups of people who yeah. have similar memories. Um, one that's kind of interesting that really doesn't have much to do with memories, but could have something to do with us and our memory being able to change things is um, Mona Lisa's smile. A lot of people say, if you remember from back over the years, like the movie? She, no. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, her actual <laughs> smile okay. that she. She used to just be very straight-faced. It was actually a thing that she, why didn't Mona Lisa smile? Why aren't you smiling? But now that if you look at her, she's actually kind of smiling. Mm -hmm. And is it that we've changed it over time? Is it that we're, because of our memories, we've adjusted it and we perceive things differently? It's Maybe it's that the society as a whole is just so depressed and bummed out that she actually looks happy compared to most people now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She don't look that sad anymore. Okay. These next ones, <clears throat> I'm going to make you spell. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have you spell products. Dang it. Okay. So that you can remember them. Spell Febreze. Oh, jeez. Um, is it F-E-B-R-E-E-Z? There, uh, there is an E at the end. So it's, it's... Z-E? However, it's only one E in the middle. It's like Febreze. It's not Febreze with really? two E's. No, it's Febreze. I thought for sure it was two E's in the middle. No. Go look at your Febreze right now in your house, everyone, and you will notice that it's only one E in the middle. We Febreze. know Eric has tons. He's got to cover up that decomposing him. body smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually, this is an Costco interesting fact candles about Eric. Candles in the crawl space. Yeah. Yes. If I have a full can of like, I have a, um, like a Christmas scent right now. No, it's not Christmas time. So I just save it for next year. I can't. I can't <laughs> mix my flavors with my months. I can't do it. So I have to go out and get new ones all the time. That makes sense. So your smells are. But I, I first, I for sure thought there was two E's in Febreze. Just one. Do you know the uh, the old uh, my baloney has a first name song? 
my baloney has a first name. It's the Oscar Meyer song, right? Right. So spell Oscar Meyer for me. Oh, jeez. So my baloney has a first, first name. name. It's, it's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M. I don't remember that part of the song. Well, how would you spell Oscar Meyer? How do you spell Meyer? M Y E R. Mm-mm. There's a there's a, va- uh, a a vowel between the M and the Y. And that's the question. Is it Oscar Meyer with an E or is it Oscar Mayer with an A? My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. That's how I always remembered it, right? Yeah, the E makes sense. I don't remember they're seeing an, an A on the label. But it is Oscar Mayer with an A. Weird. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Doesn't Jerry Seinfeld have a joke about how that guy's like inventing meats? Pimento loaf. <laughs> yeah, you like make your own. You can spell your name any way you want when you're inventing meats. When you're inventing meats. Okay, here's one for you. Spe- uh, What'd you find? Sorry. I really think this is what has happened. I'm not even kidding. Because now, I don't know how to work Reddit, by the way, Eric. Uh, on your phone, it's incredibly difficult. Um, but I found something that says, we are the champions as we remember it in the Mighty Ducks. But I think that it's because they added of the world at the end of that. So there's a whole generation of people that remember yes, it from the Mighty Ducks. Yes, because we listened it to, to it like that. Wait now, a it second. keeps it's, telling me something's wrong. I just I realize how we can do this. Mighty Ducks is on Netflix. Oh, I'll just okay. bring it up on Netflix right cool. now. Of the world. It's because they beat Iceland. Yeah. We are Iceland. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm playing Mighty Ducks. I'm just going to skip... Skip forward here into Mighty Ducks until they're sitting around the campfire. Here we go. Yeah, just played at the end, like by the credits. And Coach Gordon Bombay. <laughs> by the way, the okay, here we go. Do so, listen to the whole thing or just to the end? I can't. It's it's hard for me to fast forward any closer. I'm. For the long haul, I guess. Well, at this point, <laughs> they're, they're, the, 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 the campers are no longer singing along. Yeah, this should be the end credits, yeah. And when it ends, I think it says that, if I'm not mistaken. Because I tried, when I sang it to myself, that sounded natural. And I thought, where did I hear it? Mighty Ducks. We are the champions of the world. Dude, that's Freddie Mercury singing of the world. Yes, see? Well... See? So I end. think they're ending it in the middle verse before he goes, I'm peed on my mind. And he comes back into the second part. So I think that's maybe. But I what think that is. people are thinking that the, yeah. as the end of the song because it's the end of the movie, of the end, of, end the of the credits. Like, like I said, in my mind, where did I hear it like that? Mighty Ducks. You might have just de- like figured de- out, debunked that. That's really fascinating because you're right. It does end that way. But And in the Mighty Ducks, Nelson Mandela dies. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's all the Mighty Ducks. They <laughs> fucked everything it's up the from Mighty that point. Ducks uh, theory. Um, okay, here. Uh, spell spell, uh, spell JCPenney, the store. 
uh, J J C P space capital P. So capital J capital C space capital P E N N E Y. That's what I was going to spell guess. too. And it is. It uh, some people Boom, think that it. it's penny without the e, but it's actually penny oh. at the end, not penny like a coin. Um, Chick Fil A. Spell Chick Fil A. I think it's C H I K dash F L. No, F I L dash A. So C H I K. Yes. Uh, I thought Chick was just spelled normal. C H I C K. And then the rest, like Danny said, F I L A. I always went like Chick with a C. Like, I, I always imagined, but it's actually C C K. Chick. Really? Chick fillet. It's yeah. spelled C-K- out C- perfectly. Out perfectly. Really? Yep. Uh, Fruit Loops. Spell Fruit Loops. F R U I T. I say F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. And I think fruit's spelled normal, isn't it? And then loops is L-U-U-P-S. She got it. Really? It's, it's like Groot Loops, but it's yeah, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Wait, fruit isn't spelled normal? Two O's in what? Fruit. Yep. Two O's in Fruit really? Loops. Really? I don't know why I know that either. I oh, I swear, my like I guess that's why we're talking about that, but in my head it's just spelled normal fruit. Oh. Oh, oh. Maybe like the Great Value brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the King Vitamin yeah, version. Yeah. Um, Came in like the big bag. Yeah. Not even a box. Malto meal. How is, how Spell is, Malto meal. How is Kit Kat spelled? Uh, K-I-T, wait, yeah, K-I-T-K-A-T? Mm-hmm. Um, all one word? No, uh, space. You put a space between them? Do you put a dash wait, or a space wait, or wait. is it just dash. one word? I, dash I just it. thought it was one word. Dash so it all. So you say Kit Kat yeah. and you say Kit dash cat. Yes. Dash it, it all. Kit Kat. One word? One word. Shut yeah. No dash When in you're Kit unhealthy Kat. and you live off gas station food, <laughs> these are the things that you know. Speaking so, of, that's another one that we noticed was Maverick. It doesn't have a C, a C in it. It just ends in okay. V-I-K. You ever noticed really? that before? Yeah. All the or, Maverick gas stations? Excuse me, not V-I-K. Maverick R-I-K. to Utah is what Starbucks is to Seattle. If yeah. for people who oh, don't do live here. Do other places have Mavericks? I don't think uh, so. No, I think oh. it's just a Utah thing. Oh. But Utah listeners... Yes. yes. Is, that's uh, Yeah, you pointed that out. That's a weird yeah, one. Yeah, right? I never know. I thought I, I just assumed it was C. I did too, and then we saw one. In fact, the one that's out here driving towards uh, That the might podcast. be one of those things. You know how, like, they, they post them on Facebook sometimes where it's like, if the first and last letter of a word are the same, it doesn't matter what's in the middle. You can fill it oh, in, uh-huh. and you can yeah. read it. Yeah. And so I assume, like, this that's kind of our thing. is like our brain is filling in the blanks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so then it becomes a memory because, like, no, no, this is how it is. And it's like, no, there's no C. Look. And you're like, what? Here's oh. This is one that I was absolutely wrong on, and I I, I don't know. Spell Looney Tunes. Uh, L-U-U-N-E-Y. L- Wait, what is it, fucking Hawaiian? Oh, okay, yeah. Lo- the loony part wasn't the part that we're worried about here. I, Isn't it T-U-N-E-S? So you, I, so this that's the question. On on tunes, is it T, you say T-U-N-E-S? Yeah. Okay. I think it's loony, like L-O-O-N-E-Y, loony, and I think it's T-O-O-N-E-S, loony tunes. N-E-S? Like tuna, tunis? Or did you mean T-O-O-N-S? What did I say? T-O-O-N-E-S. I think you meant T-O-N-S, right? So, e- yeah. Right? What? Yeah, I think you meant T-O-O-N-S. Rather than Tunes. T-O-O-N-E-S. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, I just o- forgot what I was you spelling. You say O-O, yes. and you say U-N. Yeah. It's actually Looney Tunes. 
T-U-N-E-S. Nice. I always, I'm with you. I thought it was O-O. I thought it was Looney Tunes. That's how I always thought it. But nope, it is Tunes, the regular way, Tunes. That's weird. Huh. And these are these are things, there's there's tons of these out there. I mean, we kind of took the, the, the most noticeable or the, or the most famous uh, versions. But there are so many of these out there. Um, and it's not just things, you know, that have to do with the Mandela effect. It's not just things that we remember differently. A lot of people actually will say that um, in addition to playing into the, uh, you know, multiple time, uh, multiple timeline theory or um, time travel, um, a lot of people say that coincidences also play into that as well. Um, and, and throughout history, there has been, and you guys all know this, uh, every one of our listeners, all of, all of us have had coincidences in our lives where you're just like, whoa, you know, like that, if that hadn't happened, what a weird thing. Like, do you guys have any coincidences off the top of your head in your life or that, you know, personally mm. that you can think of that like blew your mind? I can't think of any right now. Danny, anything that just has blown your mind? You know, I mean, mm. there's there's things in your life that you can kind of look back on and go, you know, if I, I, have, if, I, I have, if I hadn't. I think I said this before. I have the same birthday as Kurt Cobain, but I just think that's more like a right on cool knuckle bump. That's pretty I, cool. But I don't I, I think also Rihanna, too. And but you know, a whole bunch of other people that aren't famous. But, you can you can. <laughs> so it's not that special. <laughs> you can go back through like even our life and, you know, and you can chalk things up to coincidence and go, well, you know, if I hadn't gone to open mic one night, I wouldn't have met Guy. And if I hadn't met Guy, then I wouldn't have ever lined up a show in Price. And if I hadn't ever lined up a show in Price, I never would have come down and done radio for it. And I never would have met you. And you can kind of like go, well, if this hadn't happened, this wouldn't have happened or this wouldn't have happened. And there's things like that in your lives that you can trace timelines. But there are some coincidences throughout history that are so mind-blowing that there's really no explanation for them. Um, and we looked up some of the world's most famous coincidences, and uh, it's pretty nuts. Um, let's go through a few of these. Uh, the falling babies story is pretty fascinating. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Um, you want to tell it? Uh, sure. I don't remember the people's specific names. Joseph Figlock was, um, the, uh, was the street sweeper. Okay. So basically it was a high-rise building. This guy's doing his job sweeping <laughs> the street, and uh, – <sighs> A baby falls out of the high-rise, lands on top of him. Um, both are injured. Neither one are killed. And, and it was like a four-story fall. Like yeah. It was a good and amount of— And was this of, like back when they put those put babies in those window cages? Yeah, it was 1937. You know, yeah. like, did you ever seen those where yeah. they, like, put them in, like, these cages that hung air. out these windows so they could oh get fresh God. air? Could you imagine if somebody put their kid in a baby cage today, oh. the, the, people would lose their shit, yeah. call the police, yeah. go to prison? Yeah. But yeah, so so he, this baby falls like four or five stories. Yeah, and then was it? It was like two years later, one year later. He's out sweeping again. He's a hardworking man. Another baby falls out of a window and lands on top of him, and falls to the ground. Neither one dies. They're both injured, but neither one dies. So like that's like being struck by lightning twice. If lightning was a baby. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> I don't know that we could have anybody could have said that any no, better. No, that was great. Yeah, and it's a, it's fascinating, and, and you can chalk that one up and kind of go, well, I guess if you're sweeping outside of buildings when people are letting their babies hang out windows, maybe. I mean, plus, also, wasn't there only one building back then? Well, and what like, 
What are the odds that? <laughs> yeah, um, that was it. There's the just, one. Just all the one baby building. Are in the, the, same. the babies didn't die. Yeah, he and they landed on the same place on him, like his head and shoulders. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, can you imagine just being struck by a falling baby? No. That's a even a light baby would hurt. Yeah. Like an eight pound baby falling 40 feet on Seriously. top of you? Even a light baby. Like a bag of cat food falling <laughs> on you. It's very true. Um, God damn. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a strange thing. I mean, you can chalk that up to, you know, being in the, the right place at the right time. Sure. Um, you know, there's other things that you can kind of, eh, they're not that big of a deal. Like, for instance, left handed presidents. An overwhelming number of our presidents have been left handed. In fact, five of the last seven were left handed. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means anything. But I don't they're know. They're not in the right. No, I'm just kidding. They're not. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not good. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've been here. I'm working out the kinks. You're working all out right? the kinks. No, that I'm was trying. That was a fine joke. <laughs> okay. um, one of my one of one of the most interesting ones uh, that I uh, that I wrote down was um, the the story of Hugh Williams. Um, in 1660, oh, a okay. ship sank in the Dover Straits. Uh, a man named Hugh Williams was the only survivor. Uh, in 1767, in the same place, another ship sank. Once again, the only survivor was a man named Hugh Williams. Uh, in 1820, on the Thames River in, in England, a ship sank. The only survivor was a man named Hugh Williams. Williams. Exactly. In 1940, a ship was sunk <laughs> by a German mine. This time, there were two survivors. A man named... Barney Rubble. No. <laughs> <laughs> a man named Hugh Williams... And his nephew, who was named after him, named Hugh fucking Williams. So if you're going to go on a boat, hang out with Hugh. Find a Hugh and stick by Hugh. I'm going to name old... my boat Hugh Williams. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's never gonna that would say. actually be fucking amazing <laughs> to have a boat named Hugh Williams and Seriously, nobody would understand it's very it. regal sounding. That's funny. But, you know, I, I mean, things like that. And that that's one of those things where you go, okay, that plays into what we talked about last week. This maybe if we are living in a simulation, then maybe it's like programs that that replay throughout history. Yeah. There's the Hugh Williams program is playing again, because mm-hmm. how else do you describe that every, you know, 18, 1660 to 100 years later, 1767, then you go to 1820, 1940, all these the same man, Hugh Williams. Maybe just if you're named Hugh Williams, just stay away from the sea. Just don't don't go out there. Yeah, it's a warning. And what do they say? If you don't learn from history, it repeats itself. Right? You, you better not go on that boat. <laughs> My favorite one was the, uh, um, the moped one. Tell that story. Is that's the taxi fun. one? Yeah, it's Ooh, the, also my favorite. It yes. happened in uh, Bermuda in 1975. Yeah. So guys the driving, triangle. The guy's driving down the road on his <laughs> uh, moped, and he gets hit by a taxi cab driver, and he dies. And so oh. they end up fixing up the moped, and his brother now owns the moped, and it's freshly fixed. His brother jumps on the moped, driving down the street. Also gets hit by a taxi and dies. But it's the same taxi driver in the same car, and the passenger on the back of the moped was the same one that was on when the brother died. No, I thought it was, it was in the, the taxi. Passenger in the taxi. Yeah, the passenger oh, in the taxi. Oh, sorry, I thought it was the same guy in the back of the moped. Yeah, no, it was okay. the guy in the taxi. In the taxi. Could you fucking imagine that? Jeez. Again with this. I'm late to the airport. God. He would get a horrible okay, I thought Uber it was rating. The same, I thought it was the same guy on the back of the, on the, back of the no, moped. No, it was, I was the like, same geez. one in the taxi, which okay. is even crazier because you'd go, what is the likeliness that the same guy in the same taxi at the same road and yeah. the same... Hopefully at that point he like threw his hands up in the air and was like, I'm getting a car. It's probably like the and guy he, in... He immediately got a car and killed a man on a moped. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like the guy in the airplane when he gets left in the taxi and they just keep cutting back to him all, all movie. 
And just the tag, remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He gets <laughs> oh, stuck in the, the thing. Yeah. Just keeps rolling up. Yeah, come he's on. Stuck out in the, on the curb. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean that's one of those ones too. It's like, I, I I guess that could be chalked up to if Bermuda didn't have a certain amount of roads or taxi drivers. Yeah. Yeah, there's only one taxi driver and there's like one moped. It is a small island. It's not like in it took place in Chicago or New York or someplace where you've got 50 million people. And then like they hit each other on the East Coast and then on the West Coast. On the West Coast, right. I mean, it's a fascinating story, but Mm -hmm. you can chalk some of these up. I mean, to, to, but they're still so remarkable that. That while you could logically, it's like if you got it. in a car accident twice and it was by the same person driving the same car. Yeah, in the that'd same be weird. Place. It's nuts. Even here, it's, exactly it's all like you go. Yeah. Are you serious? You again? Yeah. Are you shitting me? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, there was there was one. This was kind of interesting. There was a video game released in two thousand called Deus Ex. Um, like Machina. Yeah. Um, but it was called Deus Ex, and and I guess due to a, a programming error. Without not having enough data or something, there was something where it wasn't able to render the Twin Towers in the New York skyline. Oh, yes. I think that was like a storage thing back then. Like they couldn't even, they didn't have the space available. That's exactly right. Thank you. Um, and, and so they couldn't add them in for some reason. And so within the game, they, they used the, uh, the... They had to like come up with a reasoning as to why they were absent. And what did they use? They claimed terrorist attack. Yeah. That was what they're... They said they'd been and that came out by a terrorist 2000, attack. 2000, right? Okay, yeah. So if you play this game a year before September 11th, the Twin Towers were gone due to a terrorist attack. Yeah. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's a pretty fascinating coincidence. Plus, there's, that makes me think of all that stuff that people... And I don't know about this stuff. You have to dig deep. But in um, Back to the Future... Where they talk about that there being foresight or forewarning to the idea of nine eleven because they go to like the it's like Twin Valley or Twin Peaks Mall or the something Twin Pines Mall and they show it like it being upside down like one time in the spot where like there's like a nine and it looks like you know two buildings make the eleven and yeah. then um, everything that he says to Marty about coming back in thirty years and and the outfit that he's wearing and and then it ties in with that movie that we watched is it the Wire. The Wire or, mm-hmm. And them saying that, like, the, Joseph Gordon, the no, walk. The Walk, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in and that he's wearing the outfit that Marty was last in and that it was technically 30 years from the time that they made Back to the Future. Yeah. And it's like this whole, that's a really interesting huh. theory. Yeah. yeah the, the, pre, the prediction yeah, of 9 Yeah, there's a lot of digging, through. but there is a lot of stuff, like, if you look through, that's supposed to be 9-11 imagery. Yeah. And it's and it's it's weird because you can go back and you can find these things and, and then it plays into the idea that you go, well... Was this people going back to warn us? You know, was this people going back to 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 kind of plant? But then, if you go, if or that's is the it case, a director that knew because he and and was telling people like, yeah, who knows? Just like we kind of said with Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick. Mm-hmm. you know, him deciding I'll tell you, but I won't outright do it in right. a in a conference meeting or a you know, I'll do it subtly yeah. through a film. Yeah, it's interesting, and and it's hard to it's hard to say, you know. What's you know what's true if it's just like we said a coincidence that yeah, just um, happened yeah. or it's a little bit now there are coincidences that are a little more like what than others um, I, I don't know if, if 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 you listeners out there have heard this I, I think you probably have heard both of both of you have heard this the Lincoln Kennedy 
coincidences. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the first email forwards I got like in right, 98. That, so, <laughs> yeah. so, exactly, right? I didn't get that, emails that, in 98. I'm that, that meme and it, it like shows all the things that were similar between them. But if you guys have never heard this, let's kind of go through some of the similarities between Presidents Lincoln and President Kennedy. Uh, Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946. Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Kennedy was elected president in 1960. Lincoln lost a child uh, while living in the White House. Uh, Kennedy, his wife, also lost a child while living in the White House. They were both directly concerned about civil rights. Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to the theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln who told him not to go to Dallas. Lincoln was shot in the back of the head in the presence of his wife. So was Kennedy. Lincoln was shot in the Ford Theater. Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln made by Ford. They were both killed on a Friday. The assassin of Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, was known by three names comprised of 15 letters. So was Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and fled to a warehouse. Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and fled to a theater. Booth was killed before being brought to trial. So was Oswald. Uh, There were theories that both of them were part of a greater conspiracy, and both of them um, were succeeded by people named Johnson. Lincoln was succeeded by Andrew Johnson, who was born in 1908, and Kennedy was succeeded by Lyndon Johnson, who was born in 1908. Oh, 1808 and 1908. So even their successors, both named Johnson, were even born 100 years apart. Hmm. I think there's like a joke in there about Maryland, too. Yeah. Like something about like Maryland and then Lincoln being in Maryland. I don't know, like being, uh, is the, I, I, that wasn't on there. Is that something that's pretty? I funny. swear there is something about like Maryland and Maryland, the state. Mm, interesting. The correlation between those. I, two. I mean, there there may be more too. Yeah. Uh, those were the ones I'd heard. Yeah. Huh. Fascinating. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Um. There was. I have to look it up. There was. Um. You know, here's one that's kind of historical. Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Uh, Franz Ferdinand. Um. Who was uh, he was the next in line for the Austro-Hungarian throne, and he was assassinated on June twenty eighth of nineteen fourteen. And most people point to his assassination as what started World War One. It was that moment that began this conflict that became World War One. World War One was officially ended by an armistice treaty that was signed on uh, November eleventh, nineteen eighteen. The most interesting thing about this was that. Franz Ferdinand was killed in a car with a license plate that was A111118, or the same as November 11th, 1918. That's weird. It's a weird thing. I mean, and again, you just go, what a coincidence. But is it? Um, Did you see the one about James Dean's car? Yeah. The cursed car. Yeah, that one's I, sad. I had heard about that one. I didn't know all of the ones that they listed. Yeah. I knew about um, the second incident, um, but that was the only one I knew about. But, I didn't know about all of them, like the, the high school kit and like all that stuff. Yeah, there's uh, multiple deaths. Yeah. Um, I mean, James Dean was killed in a car accident in 1955. He was driving, what was it, a Porsche Spider? Um, it was a, I'm pretty sure it was a Porsche. I don't know what kind it was though. It was a, it was a, a, he hit a tree. What happened? I can't remember it. It was bad. It was bad. Like he, his head was like, he, he was smashed to pieces. Like from, from all accounts, it was a horrible accident. Yeah. Well, the car became kind of famous. It was rebuilt. Um, and throughout history has just had a really dark history. Uh, a doctor bought it at one point and he died while driving it in a race. Mm-hmm. Um, a man who had bought the drive shaft from the car died in that exact same race. Yeah. Um, there was a, 
the and then they took it to a shop and that shop burned down. Yeah, and then a, another warehouse. There was another warehouse that was destroyed, and then it finally ended up just breaking into. I've heard anywhere from eight to eleven pieces, yeah. but it just broke into pieces while in storage. Oh, and it also before that they had it like at a museum, and it fell off the stand and crushed some kids' legs and like destroyed some high school kids' legs. Yeah, just like fell off the stand. It's crazy. So that's one of those things where, like, are we talking about a coincidence or are we talking about a curse? Yeah. Like, what's that? Oh, Christine? Yeah, that. Is that that yeah. Stephen King yeah, yeah, where yeah. the car is evil? Mm-hmm. Cause, I, I mean, say in the instance of James Dean, it's his vehicle. That would be more of the idea of a, a curse, a, right. a lingering. Uh, that's just spirit crazy. or all of the yeah. darkness or just, something. Or, like, deciding it. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, the, the car, but, like, even maybe there was a. I don't know, either it directly ties into James Dean and he doesn't want anybody driving his car anymore, or it had nothing to do with him and the spirit was already in it or whatever. Uh-huh. And yeah, No, none of that would have happened if they had car facts back then. <laughs> they would have looked it up and been like, somebody died, we're not touching it, and then everybody <laughs> The car over. fox would pop up and yeah. be like, hey man. Check the car fox. <laughs> um, I did find this thing and it was, it, it's like I maybe the joke that was at the end of the thing, but it said a week before Lincoln was shot, he was in Monroe, Maryland. A week before Kennedy was shot, he was in Marilyn Monroe. So, of course, I remember the dirty bar. But I, I that's think, my favorite coincidence yeah, of all. That's I, I the think best that's one. just. Um, but also on this thing, it was like a list that was kind of, in a sense, debunking the coincidences, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, just things like when they talk about like being uh, succeeded by Johnson and things like that. They're like, well, it's not like Johnson's a strange name or anything. Sure. Yeah, what other demunks do they have? I'd love to hear. There's things about like, okay, when we when they talk about uh, their security guards, uh, the people that would have had coincide names like Lincoln and Kennedy, it's one of the things like, well, how many did he have? And did he choose him because his name was Lincoln? Did he mm. choose him because his name was Kennedy? Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so that makes those sense. kinds of things. Like, are they coincidence or are they more like proceedings? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of these can be can be kind of explained, you know, in that yeah. sense. I mean, you can kind of log- apply logic to a lot of these. Um, some of them are just some of them are just too weird. Uh, the story of the bullet and the tree is a fascinating one to <laughs> mm-hmm. me. Um, babe, you want to tell that one? It took uh, play, uh, the, I the just, details, I'm it just took place trying to remember eight. the first part of it where I think it's like the dude was dating the lady. Yeah, Hen- a man he- named Hen- Henry Ziegland in 1883. Okay, perfect. Um, and I think he broke her heart. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if she, did she kill herself out of duress? Okay. And uh, her brother was upset with him for what he had done. And he went to fire a gun at him and he shot. The shot, tree. He like shot him in the face. Yeah. And it grazed him and then hit the tree. And hit the tree. Okay. And then the bullet was lodged in the tree. And I think that brother went to prison. No, no he, he killed, killed himself. Yeah. Okay. The he brother killed thought he'd killed Ziegland. Oh, yeah. He thought he was dead, but he had just grazed him. Okay. And so as soon as he had shot him, he turned the gun and shot himself. And then Ziegland stood up. Yes. <laughs> um, I just kind of remember the significant yeah, part. Yeah, is yeah. that when he thought, you know, after all these years that he wanted to have the tree for himself because it still had the bullet lodged in it and he thought that he was kind of lucky that he had escaped death that day and he thought the best way strangely enough to get the tree out was to blast it out and implode it from its core and he does this and in doing so the bullet fires out you know with a, a massive force enough to kill him 
Isn't that insane? Which is the original bullet that was intended to kill him in that, the first place. It's just been housed in this tree for all these yeah, I, years. Like, that's know. weird. And years later, it ends up finding its mark yes. and killing him. Yeah. I Where mean, do you even get dynamite from? Well, but back in the day, I <laughs> that's mean. That's like what they I used would, in the mines. Like, I would assume, yeah. She, it was, okay. She's right. It Have would you probably, never seen Wile E. Coyote in The Roadrunner? Like, <laughs> they I think can back get in dynamite. the day, you could buy dynamite like <laughs> yeah. the fucking the store. Coyote can get dynamite. Because you were, you, you, and there wasn't a specialty store where miners bought their shit. It was like the one store where like, you want some grain and some you dynamite? You that, like your hair tonic and, and your... Hair tonic. Your lip wax. Oil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I, fucking dynamited a tree and get shot with the bullet that, that is so that related. one That's is nuts. probably one of my favorites it's it's just such a fascinating yeah, story like that and that plays into the idea of of manifest like with destiny you know like we're our destiny is is predetermined mm-hmm. he was meant to die by that bullet and by fucking god he will die yeah. by that bullet yeah it's weird it's crazy um the the story of george bryson is an interesting one to me this is this is one that it, it would just trip you out a man named George W. Bryson uh, checked into um, the Brown Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky, years and years ago. Uh, checks in. Um, I suppose he was like a businessman where he would be in cities, and so he would tell people, forward me letters there. So he checks in, gets done, uh, walks down to the main lobby, walks up to the desk and says, Hi, I'm George Bryson, room 307. Uh, do I have any mail? And the woman pulls out a letter, and she goes, Yes, and pulls out a letter addressed to George Bryson, room 307. Uh, he opens it up, starts reading it, and realizes that it's not for him. It's actually for the man who just checked out of room 307, George W. Bryson. No. Yes. That's so weird. So a different George W. Bryson had just checked out of the room that he had just checked into and had had a letter there waiting for him. That's, That's fucking weird. crazy. I can't even imagine sending mail to a hotel. Well, that's ba- weird to ba- me too. Back in the days, I mean, that's yeah. you know, hey, I'll be at the I'll be at the Brown Hotel in Louisville for two weeks. Meet me there, you know, which is how it was. And that's that's, that's crazy. weird. I, hold on, I'm like having a mental trip right now, and I'm thinking about doppelgangers and like how what they, if? well, and like the idea that we supposedly have one, right? right. I have at a least. lot. Well, yeah. when you're generic, well, Ripley, yeah. you have a that lot of people that look like you. That picture of, of the dude who the, the mugshot that looks exactly like you, or the Sam Smith's boyfriend, looks identical to me. Really? Yeah, I'll so pull maybe it it's up not now. Murder. I'll pull it up. It's uh, so you're it's saying, like at the Grammys. So you're saying that a rich gay dude might date you? Yeah, nice, I do it. Hold on, I'll pull it up right So anyways, now. what I was saying is that like my idea that I got off on a, on my own mental tangent on was that. If we have supposedly one doppelganger right around the world that looks like us, for you guys, it might be like the concept is a little more cut and dry. Like you can go, he would need to look like me how I was. But like, let's say for women, if like, do I have a version of me that is long, dark hair? Is there like a, is it my same face structure where she'd have like a short blonde pixie cut? Or is it like, like, Hmm. do I have like a couple different doppelgangers or would I have someone that would resemble me that would uh, based on my current look? So are there actually more than one? Do they change with you? Hmm. Well, and that's not what I'm saying. I I mean, like, oh, the idea of based on what I look like, like if I were to all of a sudden do something drastic to my hair, would I now not associate so much with the doppelganger that I was associating with and now have suddenly a new one that now looks more resembles my current look? So do we actually have multiple doppelgangers yeah. that, you know, where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You know, it's interesting because there was a, there was a girl some 
somebody that was uh, on my friends list on Facebook that had added me. I probably gone to a show or something. But I remember pointing out to you that she looked from the from from this part of her face up, she looked exactly like you, and from this part of her face down, she looked exactly like one of our friends. Like she was an exact composite of the two of you, and this person didn't exist to me until I knew both of you. So, you know, I mean, clearly I wouldn't have gone, well, she looks like people, but now that I know both of you, she clearly looks like both of you. So, you know, you go, well, but did, did if we're living in a simulation, then did my mind create the face out of the two familiar faces? Or I mean, it's, it's, it's just a weird thing. Plus, there's only so many combinations of things that we can look like, you know? Yeah. It's wild. I don't know. Um, this was I'm one. I'm still pulling this up. Once I find him, you guys are going to be like, holy crap, this I is can't. Eric at the Grammys. I can't wait. I want to see it. This is one that's interesting. Um, and this kind of speaks with what you were just talking about. Not so much even with doppelgangers, but with actual twins. Um, the twin lives story. Um, in Ohio in the 1940s, two twin boys were adopted and sent to live with different families, not knowing that the other twin existed. Mm, yeah. um, so they were raised completely different by two different sets of parents. But despite that, they still lived eerily, almost like creepily similar lives. Um, excuse me. They were both named James by their parents. Uh, they both had childhood dogs named Toy. They had both become police officers and were, were pulled towards law enforcement jobs. They were both great at carpentry. Um, they both married women named Linda and then divorced Linda and then married a second woman named Betty. Both had sons. Um, both of their sons were named James Allen. That's weird. Were they the same age, their sons? or were they? Um, you know what? That I don't know. Uh, if they were the sons were the same age, That's but they so they had they, they met each other later in life, right? And were like, get the fuck out of here, you yeah, two. Yeah, that's weird. And so they were biological twins. Yeah, that like that kind of stuff almost seems like the same person that right. like splits, like it, or it, or the same pro, two of the same program existing. Yeah. You know, it's it's wild. <clears throat> A copy, um, copy and paste. You remember the uh, the story of the Titanic, right? The book um, that came out uh, called um, Futility. That was published in uh, what 1898 prior to the prior to the Titanic, um, but that was pretty interesting. Do you want to tell that one? Um, I just I think that it was within the book the, there was a ship that actually sinks that was named the Titan, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Um, and it was that a hundred years before, how long well, before it happened? The, the um, I think the Titanic sank in 1912. Correct. Yes. Uh, so this book was published in 1898. So it was 14 years before. Oh, okay. The Titanic. So it was. Now this is an interesting thing because this can be coincidence or it can be conspiracy. Because I'd actually heard that within the context of this story that the book was almost an idea for them because the Titanic actually had, um, like planes do, a direct replica of it, and I think that there was a, a plan to possibly sink. The Titanic as yeah. an insurance scam. She had a sister ship, and yes, there like was a, all just these... like like planes do, and it was just like that. So the idea that they, that they kind of got the idea from that book. Hmm. That would be another fun episode to do yes. the Titanic conspiracy. Yes. Also, in the book, didn't they? I mean, it sinks, but they also didn't have the right number of. They didn't have enough lifeboats yes, and everything. You're right, right, Eric, you're okay. right. It yeah. sank by hitting an iceberg. Uh-huh. Yeah. It sank in the same part of the Atlantic. And in the book, about three thousand people died. In real life, it was twenty two hundred. So, I mean, there was. It was it's like very, it was very coincidental. Here's yes. my. I found my. I finally found my doppelganger. By the way. Oh. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. picture where he's like laying his head on his chest, and we look identical. I'm glad you yeah. didn't show me that one. Just kidding. yeah, I <laughs> no mean, offense. it's it's 
Not to them. That it's, sounded really wrong. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like <laughs> I don't I don't, I'm, not, I'm not thinking of you that way. That's okay. Eric, I don't. I just think he's murdering there, women. And, how many? How many Eric's are there out there? I bet everybody uh, knows some. I actually started a. Uh, I I tried to befriend as many Eric Ripley's on Facebook as I could, and I think I'm friends with six of them. And one of them actually, he actually died. This was like uh, two years ago. And part of me wanted to make his profile picture my profile picture and then just start commenting on everyone's comments on his wall. I'm glad you didn't do that to this point. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that, that you didn't add insult to injury uh, in, a, in the wake of his death. Um, this was one of my, one of my favorite ones um, because it's just one of those things where you're like, how? how? Uh, was the story of the, of the World War II picture. Um, this woman... Uh, takes a picture of her baby, right? Pachink! And takes it to get developed. But before she can get the pictures back, uh, World War One or uh, World War Two breaks out. It's horrible timing. Yeah. So she leaves and moves and blah blah blah. Two years later, uh, she now has a new child, uh, and she goes and buys some film and takes a picture of this new baby. Takes it to get developed, and when she gets it back, it is double exposed. And what she realized as she's looking at it is that she had actually bought back the original film that she had turned in two years ago and had taken the picture of her new baby over the exposure of the original picture she had taken two years earlier. Somebody had marked the frame as unused, put it back into circulation. She had somehow bought it back and somehow taken a second picture over the exposure she had taken two years earlier. I can't believe it survived World War II. Is that how that works? Yeah. Oh. So she would have... I thought that, like, that she would have taken it to get developed, and they would have printed out on on the photo that they had of her son. From what I understand, because it was the 30s, she would have taken this, I don't know how it works, but somebody would have, somebody marked that film that she had turned in as unused. Oh. So it had gone back into circulation. She had gotten it back, put it back in the camera, taken the picture, managed to take the same picture over the same, over hmm. the one she'd taken originally. Very interesting. That's, Jeez. that's nuts. And then World War Three started. And then, yeah, she's, she's like the <laughs> harbinger. She brings it. Um, Mark, Mark Twain, there was the, the Mark Twain thing that he was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he was actually, uh, born in November of 1813 when Halley's Comet was passing Earth. Um, and he ended up uh, telling people throughout his life that, you know, Halley's Comet brought me in. Halley's Comet will take me out again. And he died on 421 of 1910, literally the day after Halley's Comet had passed Earth. That's crazy. So, I mean... Naturally. Yeah. Like he didn't encourage No, it wasn't like he was like, there it is. Told ya. He just, it just happened. I mean, and, eh, I mean, that one's coincidence, I suppose. But I mean, if you're old and you go, I'm, well, it's not going to pass for another 90 years and by gum, I'll live till then. But he literally did it within a day. Wow. Um, hmm. There's all sorts of stories um, of couples finding each other in childhood photos. There's multiple people who have done that. Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've read our articles about that. Like the, there was a lady um, at Disneyland and she took one, and she was like four at the time, and uh, ends up, you know, living her life, goes to college, gets married, and husband's looking through the photos, and he's like, uh, this is me. And it was like her husband, also around the same age at Disneyland, just happened to be in the background of the picture. So weird. When she was getting her picture taken at Disneyland. So weird. Yeah, there was, there was one of a family who had, like, a daughter had gone missing or had been adopted or something. They were looking for his daughter, and... 
they went to a city and they were like, hey, we're looking for this person. They took a picture to give to the news and she was in the background of the picture they had taken. All they would have had to do was turn around to be oh, able gosh. to find her. Um, there, but there's all sorts of stories. I think about that. Like we've talked about this, you and I, like, you know, I, we do know of a couple places that we were at the same time, concerts and things uh, before we knew each other. Yeah, that's but true. I wonder if, I, you know, you wonder. It's like serendipity. Is that what that movie's about? It kind of. Like it's about being comedy? in the right place yeah. at the right time. And, and you, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, there was a story of a woman named Dorothy Fletcher who had a heart attack on a plane carrying 15 cardiologists. That's a pretty good coincidence. Mm. That's a lot of them in one place. They were on they their way to going... a conference and she just did. Uh, you're going to have a heart attack on a plane. That's the way to do it. Let it be that one. Um, and then one that's the, that I think is interesting, and again, it plays into you know what we were talking about last week, is the story of Enzo Ferrari and Mesut Ozil. Uh, Enzo Ferrari, the, the founder of Ferrari, um, died in 1988, uh, the same year as Mesut Ozil, uh, a, a soccer player, uh, was born. And if you look at these two side by side, they are fucking twins, like literally twins, like like twins. Hmm. Have you seen that picture of them? Mm-mm. Look at this. Well, maybe um, I have. Let me but Google I... this. Uh, Enzo Ferrari. Enzo. My name is Enzo Ferrari. Um, but he he. Uh, some people believe that this could be the case of of reincarnation. Um, How crazy be... is that? That if it was that guy goes from creating one of like the the nicest high end supercar. I don't know. I don't know if you whatever if you consider it a supercar, but whatever. But he goes from making Ferraris, and then he becomes a professional soccer player. Yeah, that's a crazy. It's a good life. Yeah, like some people are going to be like milking yeah. cows, and then yeah. Oh, I have seen that picture before. It's outrageous. Like, it's literally like this dude was born again. Um, so some people... He wow. kind of looks like the guy who plays uh, in The Pianist. Adrian like Brody. A, like a, yeah, an Italian or Spanish version of that guy. Yeah. Adrian Brody. Look look that up. We'll post this That's picture, insane. too. It's, it's pretty fascinating. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 nuts. This this stuff exists. And, and these things, like, like I said, they're not conspiracies. They're not asking you to believe in something that is... Uh, outrageous and and overly complicated it's just asking you to believe that these strange occurrences happen and i guess it's our job to find out if they are coincidence or if there's something more to it if it if it ties in with um us being a simulation or time being predetermined or i don't know what do you guys think some of them, like, I remember that one of them they talked about is, like, people ask people, like, how many states there are, you know? It's like, some people are, like, 49, some are, like, 51. It's like, well, maybe you're just not that good at, like, history. Yeah, and maybe like, you're just dumb. Yeah, exactly. You know? There's 60 um, states. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> and so, some of them, I'm just like, well, that's just, like, bad memory. Yeah. But, like, the Berenstein Bears one, it's, like, where they have, like, images of both, but they don't explain mm-hmm. why it changed. Mm-hmm. That one's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And... Yeah, so some of them are like, okay, that can be explained. But some of them, it's like, well, why wasn't there ever a news story explaining why the name changed? Like, It's strange. It's a strange thing. And coincidences are all around us. Coincidentally, I just looked at the clock and we're out of time. Um, This has been a a really interesting thing. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what coincidences you guys uh, have heard, maybe experienced. Are there any we left out? Are there any Mandela effects that you've experienced throughout your life? Uh, we want to hear about it. I bet um, alternate universe area fifty two just started. Yeah, right. So. They're just 
They're doing. They're, they're, they're doing just this. recording now. Yeah, they'll be they'll be doing their podcast in just a little bit. So, um, thank you so much. Uh, if you're listening to this, thank you for resubscribing and finding the new feed. Uh, Eric, Danny. Um, this is just interesting. As far as the Berenstein Bears go, it says that they were created by Stan and Jan Berenstein and continued by their son Mike Berenstein. So it's actually after uh, someone's actual name. Someone, how do they spell it? Stain. S T A I N. That can't be right. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to my parents' house and I'm going to go find those books. I know no, that they're I've there. I've seen pictures gonna, online. Of I'm going to find the, them. The Jewish version. So I mean, it's supposedly after their family name. Okay, I don't. They know They changed what. their family they name. They changed then. it then. So they, they didn't seem it. like they were Jewish. All right, we got to get to the bottom <laughs> of this. Uh, we're going to go and do some research, do some more digging, and try to find out uh, exactly what happened with these bears. Uh, so be in touch. Let us know. Hit us up on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and our new fan page on Facebook. Go ahead and like that. Thank you once again for listening. And on behalf of Eric and Danny here at the Area, 250, Area 52 facilities, hey, we'll see you next time.